Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience right here on My Talk 1071. I'm neither Donna nor Steve. I am Elizabeth Reese. And uh, Steve heck? Patterson is apparently having some sort of technical crisis. I think his hot tub has blown out the power <laughs> in the entire <laughs> neighborhood. And we're getting reports that all of Chaska, in fact, has no power. You're Just kidding, guys. That's, we're um, joking. We're joking. But it, I, I don't want anyone to be concerned about Chaska. But Stevie Boy's got trubs over there. What's going on, bud? I have two separate internets. So I have the home internet that just my family and I use. And then we have a, a different internet that is a dedicated separate line for uh, for radio. Yeah, humble and brag. I it, have that too. Okay. Right. I'm just saying I have so many internet connections that <laughs> when at least one of them drops out, it really causes me concern. Um, so, yeah, it dropped out. And my guess is I didn't have time to run out and check, but I think – there was something that just happened. They're, they're working on an electric meter outside, um, and I just think that that might be where the Internet cable goes. So we'll have to play this by ear here, and hopefully it comes back here in a moment. But if not, guys, this is an exciting way to live. Yeah, the good news is I'm here, and I am a professional. Um, I laid the groundwork with Marjorie Punnett for this very radio show. I like to remind you every time I'm here, no, I thought that show got canceled, and that was before canceling was even a thing. Just traditionally yeah. canceled. It actually wasn't canceled, but we did decide to move on. But it was it was a good time. Um, that's all right, Stevie boy. But I know that feels stressful when that kind of stuff happens. It doesn't feel good. It's actually the reason why I like to just come into the studio. I have a home studio too, and I used to always like connect from home. And then I found myself with like a certain level of like ah, I don't do this every day. So then if it doesn't work, and I got to figure it out, and I thought. All this stress, I'm just going to get in the car and drive over here. And now here I am. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the the setup that they have for me here has been so fantastic and super reliable. Um, But that's until somebody comes to your house with, you know, cable cutters and then they just start chopping into wires. And so you want to go check it out? Mike and I, I can fill him in on. um, I'll I'll check it out during the commercial break. It'll be fine. Um, You know, what are they? What are they going to do? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we cut that. Yeah, I, I think this is just, this is how we're meant to be And right do you now. have a cough? <laughs> a little bit of a tickle, and uh, I ended up having to spend uh, an extra $1,000 more than I thought I had to spend this morning on, on work being done at the house, guys. What of it, okay? You might need, like, you need some sort of hot toddy right when we get off the show, just to take the mental edge off and help you with your throat. I think a hot toddy I'm really works. drinking... Five eggnog. I've been trying to do. I'm doing an a nog cleanse right now. That's a holiday nog. Hold cleanse. on, hold, hold on. You're drinking oh, you know, eggnog right now. Yeah, hang on one sec. You're congested and you're drinking eggnog. I thought that was sort of what the doctor said. <laughs> nope, I, this is my mistake. This is my mistake. That is not eggnog. That is a protein shake. All right. I'm sorry. That is a protein shake. Okay, I, you yeah. know, I think I've only tried eggnog one time, maybe twice. And I feel like if there is, are they able to put a cinnamon element into eggnog? Yeah, yeah, and they can. And That's a nice thing. Yeah, so here's the thing with eggnog. When I worked at the Outpost Java, which was a coffee shop in the, it was a Target Greatland in Apple Valley, guys. Do you remember these days when it was just, a, when it was only a no. Target Greatland? And when you had a Target. That tar- was the whole name of the store? It was Target. So there were Targets. Let me just give you a little history lesson on this while I've I got you on the phone. about this. While you're yeah, on the please. phone with me. Um <laughs> There were just targets, okay? And then it became, they would pop up with these target great lands, which were bigger and better. Apple Valley, Minnesota, really a lovely place. 
got the first Target Great Land right there on Cedar Avenue. I mean, we were out of our minds. We got the Galaxy Library and the Target Great Land in that same area. You can't even believe it. It was like Christmas every day living in Apple Valley as a child. And so in the parking lot, there was a little hut called the Outpost Java where I worked. I had a part-time job there. One person would work in there at a time because it was so small. You had a window on either side and people would drive up and you would make... drive up to either side? Yeah, and you would make coffee drinks. I still have dreams to this day that I'm in the Outpost Java and that the lineup of cars is super long. I just mentioned the Outpost Java on television the other day and somebody emailed me and was like, I loved the Outpost Java. We used to go there all the time. But this was before there was like a coffee shop and a Target. You don't know the tar- like what what target was it wasn't what it is at all so there was no coffee shop in target so people would drive through in the parking lot i'd have to go into target with water tanks and fill them up with water and then wagon them back out to the outpost java it did not matter how cold it was or rainy or windy that was my job and then I would make these um and i'd make these coffees but we had eggnog lattes and so People would love these eggnog lattes, and I would take the eggnog and pour it into the stainless steel thing and then froth the eggnog like milk. You know, like if you're making a latte, you froth the nog. And I would every year try one of these, and I'd be like, this is sick, guys. This is so gross. I can't believe it. And I'm like, I like dairy. I think dairy's delightful. There's something about eggnog that was so gross to me. And then when I first had someone on Twin Cities Live make homemade eggnog like make it and then serve it to me i thought well this has been the problem i've been drinking canisters of disgusting when you can make homemade eggnog and it's really it's really delicious i would be interested Uh, in people's best eggnog recipes that would be actually interesting um because i had gone so long without trying it assuming it would be terrible simply on appearance alone but then i've always said you know and i learned this the hard way don't nog until you've tried it because it actually can be quite good i guess when there are the right accoutrement that go with it so if you get cinnamon covers a multitude of sins Mm -hmm. and cinnamon becomes such a forward flavor in almost anything so i remember there being some cinnamon element to it but i don't know like my my grandma she can just go and get a carton of eggnog and just go drink her nog neat does she put booze in it or she just drinks it no, stone cold sober. Because people put booze in it, you know. Well, sure. Then it could give it some sort of, you know, like you throw some brandy in there. Like a little bite to it. Yeah, and right. like thin no, it out a pure, little bit. Pure nog. And to me, eggnog looks like liquefied butter. It looks like you're essentially drinking clarified butter at this point. Like you're just having, or compound butter. You're just like I think it just looks like melted ice butter. cream. I'll go with that. I'll accept that. I don't feel like either of us has to be right or wrong in this situation. Your face looks a little like you're trying to put me in my I've just place seen, right now. Never seen eggnog look like melted butter. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> I don't know a ton about melted butter. It was the first thing that came to mind. I lost a thousand dollars this morning, and I have no internet connection currently. So sue me for making the wrong dairy reference. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Oh, shoot. And speaking of melted butter, I forgot to save you some of that dish that you really wanted yesterday. And 
both Did Ben Lieber really? and I. Well, it didn't, wouldn't have mattered. You're not here anyway. You wouldn't have gotten it but for two days. But you the fridge. You could have put it in the no, fridge. No, and it would have been gross by Monday. But um, Ben Lieber and I both FaceTimed you after the show yesterday, and you didn't answer. Did you really? Yes. I did not. I wonder what I was doing at that point yesterday. I, I saw 435, no I FaceTimed you, and then so did Ben. He sent me a photo, or a video, a photo later. I got that from him. I got two messages from Ben yesterday, uh, but I don't think that I saw anything from you. We tried oh, to FaceTime you because up. I wonder where I was. we made your mo- your favorite dish that's ever been made on Twin Cities Live, and we made it again yesterday, and so we wanted to share it with you. Oh, man, it is so good. Yeah, I got a, I, I did get the picture, but just know I have declined FaceTimes from people I know and love and care about, um, but yesterday was not one of those days. Mm. I was busy. What can I say? I'm a businessman. We'll tell everyone what that dish is coming up, don't you think? Or do you want to tell them now? Mm, let me tell them now. It's the four. Is it three cheese or four cheese baked potato? It's three potato. cheese make ahead mashed potatoes from Antigone Sander. The recipe is on TwinCitiesLive.com. And what I'm going to want you all to do, unless you're driving, is to go to TwinCitiesLive.com and find that recipe. It is shock. I mean, it's so freaking good. You're, everybody you make it for on Thanksgiving will lose their minds. You will be, and I, I'm going to guarantee it. I will guarantee you will be the MVP be of Thanksgiving if you make this. It's true. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's stick with a little food talk. Since it's Friday, it's we're all hungry. You had the big Thanksgiving show yesterday. So besides that, there were many segments of the show where different dishes were featured. One by um, our buddy Paul Folger, which I thought was an interesting alternative to stuffing, if I saw his post correctly. So I want you to break down for us some of the highlights from that. Uh, we'll get into it when we come back. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. What? Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy for my buddies at Shanhassen Dinner Theater. Hey, it's November time to make your holiday plans. How about Thanksgiving dinner and a show with the Jersey Boys, huh? That's what I'm talking about. It's an early show. You could leave all of the work and the cleanup to the friendliest staff around. They've got the cozy fireplace that just awaits you. And then Jersey Boys, it's hitting all the high notes. No pun intended. The Pioneer Press called it a must-see. Soak up the heartfelt story, all those great tunes. It's a really remarkable showcase of the Four Seasons and that signature sound of Frankie Valley. It's so expertly recreated, you will love it. Then they've got a great concert series coming up, tributes to the Carpenters. And then they've got a bunch of different holiday shows with tickets that are still available. Uh, you could go see the Three Tenors. How about Christmas with a Whole Lot of Soul, The Amazing Cat Perkins, and so much more. And then Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, always dishing out laughs. Friday and Saturday night, improv comedy. Tickets only 28 bucks. ShanassonDT.com is your spot for all the ticks. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience right here on My Talk 1071. Donna is off for a couple of days. She's got some friends in town. She's gearing up for the Big Billy Joel concert. Steve Patterson is um, lamenting the loss of his internet. I'm Elizabeth Reese here. Good thing Mike is here too. Nice to Hi. see you, buddy. Yeah, great to see you as well. Is Stevie Boy on the line or He's what's he us. doing? Yep. Who's he calling? Why do you look so forlorn, my friend? You know, I went outside and I said, hey, did you guys mess around with any of the uh, internet stuff? And they were like, no, we didn't touch any of that stuff. Uh-oh. Boy, this is really ironic timing. So anyway, we have a backup plan. I don't know, guys. You know, we'll power through. We've got the power of modern technology. I'll go run upstairs and have a different microphone, and it's going to it's gonna be incredible. But in the meantime, this is probably what it feels like if you were 
on a small ship and then suddenly pirates storm because now I feel like you have taken over the show. <laughs> I am the captain now. You're the captain now, and I'm just sitting in the back of the boat thinking, well, this is unanticipated. <laughs> um, so anyway, thanks for hanging out during the technical difficulties that I've literally, like, never had until you showed up, Elizabeth. I don't know what happened. Is this my plot to get this time slot back? I'm going to call Marjorie Punnett is on a plane. She will be walking in in to to the studio. And then she is going, we are going, for months now, we've been, what's rightfully ours should be ours again. And so that's kind of been the plan. This is the beginning stages of our coup. You're claiming dominion, and I respect that. Listen, this is the year of Barbie. If the ship goes down, we could just play an episode of Best to the Nest, my podcast that I (laughs) co-host with Marjorie Punnett. We could always just pull that. It's, It's easily accessible. You can download it anywhere that you would like. And boy, have we been having some really good episodes lately. Are you happy? <laughs> no, you should. There are a lot. There are thousands of people who listen and subscribe to the podcast. So if you don't already, best of the nest, you can subscribe and listen to that wherever you happen to get your podcast. Now, Elizabeth uh, does the podcast. She does TCL as well. We want to talk about the, uh, your your episode of uh, Twin Cities Live yesterday because this is meaningful to anyone who's listening because we are now just oh golly, thirteen days out from Thanksgiving, and maybe you and your family have not yet made the determination as to who is in charge of what side dish. I think a lot of families have their their staples, their go-tos, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, you're in charge of the green bean casserole. You do mashed potatoes, your mac and cheese, et cetera. But, um, yeah, it was it, – it's always a time to think a little differently and get people out of their rut. So I saw Paul Folger from Five Eyewitness News had a post. He was on your show yesterday, and he had a post about – some sort of a wild rice dish that he was suggesting could be in place of stuffing. Uh, Totally. Okay, so this is our biggest episode of the year in terms of food. It's our Thanksgiving cooking special. We have, it is, I call it a controlled chaos behind the scenes because there's so many cooks in the kitchen. You know, when you're like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. It might be bordering that too many, but it's so much fun because there's just so much excitement. So, um, What Paul made was this, it was essentially a a mushroom wild rice. So he used this wild rice blend and, um, and then he did mushrooms, red onion, some garlic, and then cooked them all together and then just mixed it up and served it. And the secret ingredient though, was this Kikoman teriyaki sauce. And the Kikoman teriyaki sauce in particular is different from, you know how like regular teriyaki sauce is kind of like thick and viscous. This yeah, one is yeah. more like a soy sauce consistency. It's like a thinner oh, consistency. Okay. But it made this wild rice so flavorful and like so deep in umami flavor. It was fabulous. And everybody loved it. We had a really great tasting table. Our own Stephanie March from My Talk 1071 and from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, Joy Summers from the Star Tribune, and then Lindsey Brown from Five Eyewitness News were the tasting table, and they all loved Paul's dish. I also think it's kind of nice to do like a, a like a gluten-free stuffing option if people don't do gluten and and rice doesn't have any gluten obviously. So it was it's kind of an easy sub. But Steph even suggested serving that wild rice blend with some um pork chops like on another meal besides Thanksgiving. Oh, sure. So good. You know what uh that sounds like a great option. Anything that Paul Folger makes, if you watch him if he's your your newsman of choice, just know that behind the scenes, this dude can really cook. He has always had some really, really 
great options for us. But what's interesting is there was a time that he was on the show with us. He made something that was great, and then you and I took a bite of the mashed potatoes, and we were like, Paul, oh, my gosh, these mashed potatoes. Tell us everything. And he sort of, like, diverted back to, you know, but this beef is great. We are like, no, but seriously, why? What's going on with these potatoes? They're delicious. They were from a box. They were instant mashed and potatoes. they were unbelievable. It I was, mean, he can even take a box recipe and make it taste incredible. It was wild. Boxed mashed potatoes. I've never known them to be good except that one time that Paul Folger worked some sort of voodoo magic on it, and they were just really fabulous. So anyway, okay, so you have Paul Folger. Um, some other people who stopped by, who were they and what did they make? Okay, so Ted Farrell from Haskell's is an amazing cook. Um, he, of course, shows us all sorts of delicious wines and had some really great um, wine recommendations to go along with your turkey. So if you're looking for that, all of these recipes are posted on TwinCitiesLive.com. But he did these shrimp fritters, which were really fun. So he took shrimp, he kind of blended them up in the food processor, which seemed really gross in the moment. But then as we got there, it was wonderful. He mixed in a few vegetables and then he just cooked them as these little fritters and he didn't even do any breading or anything on it, which was so good as an appetizer. Because sometimes I think the temptation with, um, you know, like a charcuterie board is to really crush a bunch of cheese and meat and crackers. And then you're too full for the main event. So these shrimp fritters were delish. Really, really good. I don't think I know what a fritter is. A fritter is just sort of... I don't think I could pick a fritter out of a police lineup of food. Generally, it's like a deep fried. He didn't really deep fry. He kind of shallow fried it. He just used some oil in a pan. Um, But it's just like a small bite of like a fried crispiness. And so it's not going to be breaded. Um, I mean, well, I guess sometimes it can be breaded. But this these weren't. It's just like a a little fritter. You know, like an apple fritter? Just like apples and like, um, I think it's like minimum amount of binding together and then fried so that you really, it's not like so doughy. I have never heard the term shallow fried before, but that sounded pretty advanced. Shallow fried, not deep fried. Shallow fried. That's how my mom makes fried chicken. She shallow fries it. She shallow fries it. Yeah. I got to tell you, the way that you talk about food is very different from how when Donna and I are left to our own devices. Yeah. We would never curl out a term like shallow fried right after a fritter <laughs> never in a million years because right. neither of us know what either of those things are that's okay that's very impressive everybody's going to have different things that they're into and and hey, you know. did, uh, did uh did ted and, and if you mentioned this forgive me did, did he bring a, a drink he's brought some really great dessert wines before on these thanksgiving specials and around the holidays did he have anything like that okay. that blew your head off so he brought a couple of wines that were great and then he brought that louisa's liqueur that you and i love yeah. so yeah, yeah, much yeah, and we it. did a toast with that at the very end of um of the show and it's this it's basically like pecan pie in a glass and it's from uh this distillery outside of nashville it's called bell mead and It's so good. When Steve, when he first brought this on the show, this was years ago, he brought it on the show and he kind of brought it as like a throwaway. Just thought like, oh, I'm just going to bring this for them to taste at the end. I don't even know if we like knew it was happening. Just showed up. We tasted it. We sold them out three times. We sold the entire state of Minnesota out of it. And it's going to happen again because it's so good. This Louisa's. Ask for it. It, It's fantastic you will really really love it uh what you won't love elizabeth is the game we play next 651-641-1071 we're gonna play the college of pop culture knowledge stay there hi everybody 
Hope your Friday's going great. Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. Listen, no matter how a day is going, I know that during this 60 seconds, I get to tell you good news about the Canopy Group, and that is that they can save you money. We were talking a lot about money in the first hour of the show today, right? Whenever there are unexpected expenses and you're trying to figure out how can we recoup some of that, how about in some of those bills that you pay month after month after month, and maybe you don't know what the rates are. Do you know what your homeowner's insurance is? Do you really? How about your uh, automobile insurance? Do you know what that is? Chances are it has crept up every six months you know they're renewing a policy and then it creeps up a little more a little more and if you just deal with one agent who gives you one quote from that one company you're not getting any options you don't know what else is out there at the canopy group they do it differently 16 reputable insurance companies that they partner with and then they will do the work for you all the heavy lifting and this is a free service for you they'll find the right insurance for you you're going to get better coverage when you make the switch and you're going to get it at a better price check them out today at thecanopygroup.com Nerds. Look who's back. Back again. Yeah, yeah, we're on mic number two. You sound pretty good, Steve Patterson. That's good. That's good, Elizabeth. I'm happy that you're here this morning. It's nice to have you here. You're in place of Donna Valentine. I am. I'm filling in for her today. I don't know. I hope she's not pre-gaming already for Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Maybe she's brunching. Maybe she's brunching. I love a brunch. I can't wait to hear what she thinks of this. We we did Throwback Thursday music trivia yesterday, and it featured Billy Joel. It went terribly for me. Mike dominated it. Elizabeth had a good showing. I, I was awful at it. But we were going through some of the hits of Billy Joel. And golly, I mean, he's got so many. I mean. And so it's going to be pretty cool because I think you're going to have him, obviously, at a piano. But if you can sit there and just quietly at a piano at different points capture 50,000 or 70,000 people's attention. It's such a cool thing. So it's great to be able to see a legend. And then Stevie Nicks uh, being alongside him is really fabulous. So anyway, we'll get the rundown from Donna on Monday. And any of you who go to that show as well, you can email us your thoughts. But it- Oh, no, Mike. Oh, no. He froze. No, 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 we no. We lost Steve Patterson. And then he's gone. And he's gone. He froze. It was like a little um, yep, and then we he got froze. The bloop. And you guys and can't then... see this, but we can see Steve on this video app. And I'm going to take a photo of this. You need to take a photo. The of this. frozen face of Steve. He's he. I don't know how he's going to feel about it. All right, you smile, Mike. So it's you look rough. so handsome. Smile. Hello. Oh wow, wowzers! Wait till he sees that. That's a photo right there. Now it went to black. I'm glad I took that picture, but he's gonna try to figure it out. And I bet the frustration level, if I know my own Steve Patterson, is um, is rising as the morning goes on because technical problems are always so frustrating. It, It like at home, it's always so frustrating. We'll joke that our televisions will work so perfectly until there's like a major play in a major football game and then something will like stop and jog and you're like, what in the world is going on here? And when you have multiple internet streams and they don't work, technology is really great until it doesn't work. And then it's maddening. Absolutely. I know. Two different internets yeah. that have now gone out. Why don't Definitely. you just get in the car and drive here? <laughs> of one another. Honest to goodness, I think we're about getting to that point. Yeah, that's really so now, stressful. I mean, just so you know, right now, I am in my basement storage room looking at the business internet port to figure out what in holy hell is going on here. So I'm going to be running full tech support I know. while 
we do this segment. You know what's okay exciting is listening to troubleshooting internet while you're on the radio. <laughs> hey, you know what? I tuned into the Donna and Steve experience today, and it was wildly entertaining. Steve was talking about his Ethernet ports. Well, <laughs> and you know what I just started with? Uh, the first thing, ma'am, that we'd like you to do is if you could just maybe try unplugging and then plugging it back in. So that's where we are with phase one. Meanwhile, is there another phone caller on the line that we get to play with? There is, but let's go ahead and uh, officially make it official. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Well, he's been talking a big game all week long. He's been saying how it's uh, just a foregone conclusion that he's going to get two wins at the end of this week. And now, maybe, maybe karma's coming back around? Because he's facing all sorts of adversity right now. Steve, (laughs) what do you think? (laughs) I don't feel good about where this is going to go. And... We all know that yesterday, you, the International Olympic Committee, basically said to Elizabeth, what would you do well in? So I can't wait to hear what our topic is today. Oh, wait a minute. Is that who it looks like? That's Britney Spears music. Steve, I mean... uh... Today, we are doing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge and the category... It's Britney. Okay, this is pretty exciting. I love that you're doing this. I just finished Britney Spears' book, The Woman in Me, mm-hmm. this week. Now, I will say I, I'm not very good with song titles, so that oh. gets tricky for me. We'll but I will do my best. And <laughs> um and but I am kinda of, I've had Britney on the brain. And we've got Terry on the line to play along with us. Terry, are you there? I am. Nice. Hi Terry, you Britney hey, fan? Terry. I'm no. Okay. All right. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Wow. All I'm right, Terry. Speak your truth, sister. No, she yeah, you don't have to be. Where are you calling us from? I am calling from River Falls, Wisconsin. Ooh, across the oh, river. Wonderful. Oh, how wonderful. I just met a farmer from River Falls, Rising Sun. Have you heard of that farm? It was really, she was wonderful. Go purchase some produce. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Local produce, uh, yes. Terry, enough produce chit-chat, all right? We started with internet troubleshooting. Now we've moved to produce. For the love of God, we need to get to this game. Uh, Britney Spears is the topic today. You need to determine if you would like to team up with Donna or Stevie Boy. Well, this is a tough one because I don't know much about Britney, but I'm going to try to get Donna some points. There we go. Okay, all right. So she goes, Team Donna, Elizabeth, uh, it's yours. Now, listen, um, Elizabeth, I have a video of you up. I can see you right now, so you will be the one who waves me back. Okay. Wonderful. I'll wave you back. All right. And, uh, Terry, you're going on hold. We are going to play. Again, it's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and it's all about Britney Spears. Elizabeth. All right. Are you ready to do this? Let's do this. All right. Let's get it started here with Uh this first one. Britney Spears was born in this U.S. state. Louisiana. Uh, The iconic line, it's Britney, bitch, was first heard to open up this 2007 track. Oh, man. What song is that in? I can't remember. Uh, Her unforgettable 2001 VMA performance with the Yellow Python. What song was she performing? Toxic. 
Okay, um, let's see. Uh, iconic line, it's Britney, bitch, is first heard to open up this 2007 track. Shoot. This is where it gets so hard for me because I can't remember song names. Oh, I'm going to need Terry's help on that one. All right. Well, we Terry said she's not much of a Britney know, fan. But, but maybe we'll Terry will be help. able to come through. Terry, you heard the answers given uh, there by Elizabeth. How'd you feel she did? Uh, one and three. I think we're right on the money. Number two, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Let, let, I know. Let's think, though. We've got to come up with something. Just come up with any song if you can't come up with one. 2007. 2007. Britney's song around 2007. Yeah, and she yes. goes, it's Britney, B. What is it? It's definitely not like, oops, I did it again. Technically, that... you're not supposed to be talking this oh, I'm much sorry. to the okay, caller. Right, it's okay. I just got to no, try to go. play. I all mean, right. I gave you the theme. Terry, so. you come up Terry, with something. Any Britney Spears song. I'll zip it. You need to regulate on me, Mike. This is good. <laughs> I need this. Okay. The only song I know that she does is Oops, I Did It Again. All right, there you go. That's an answer. We're going to put you back on hold. I'll wave Steve back in. Steve, come on. He says he can see me. Oh, hold on. We're going to try Steve over here. Steve, you got us? uh... Hey, Steve, are you there? Okay. Hi. There you go. Hi. How'd it go? It went pretty well. Did it really? Yeah. I think you're going to have a hard time. Oh no! <laughs> Guys of all days, no. Okay, all right, come all right, on. We'll Let's see. do this. We'll we find it. out. Let's okay. give it. He a might. Whirl. He might be good at this. He might. He might know yeah, them all. We'll see. Uh, let's go ahead. It's Britney Spears trivia. Let's start it off with this one, Steve. Simply, where was Britney Spears? Which U.S. state was Britney Spears born in? Louisiana. The iconic line "It's Britney, bitch" was first heard to open up this 2007 track. Toxic. Her unforgettable 2001 VMA performance with the Yellow Python. What song was she performing? Say it again. For the 2001 VMA performance with the Yellow Python, what song was she performing? I think that's I'm a Slave for You. Okay. Anything you like repeated? I don't know. I want everything repeated, said slower, and Uh, frankly, I'd like it to sound a little nicer. All right, fine. fine. That's fine. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Steve got one that I got wrong now that I know, now that he said it. Let's run through oh. these yep. Yep. answers I know real this quick. Happened. Yep, this is going to be tough. Let's start with okay. the, the middle one, the iconic line. Actually, no, let's not start with that one. Let's start with the first one. Britney Spears was born in this U.S. state. She grew up in Louisiana. She was born in Macomb, no. Mississippi. No, we both got it wrong. Yeah. Come on, Libby, you just read the book. This is biographical stuff. I know, but I really am convinced that she only talked about Louisiana. Wow. That's I, a bummer. I would lie if that I... Was, that was sick, Mike. I would lie if I didn't write down the question and put Louisiana for the answer and then Googled it later on and realized, oh, wait, it's Mississippi. So yeah. That's, wow. I thought maybe that'd be a deep cut that would give uh, that, Elizabeth the answer. give yeah. me it, yeah, but I didn't pay attention to the book that well. Shoot. Okay, oh, my right. gosh, I'm not going to do well at this. I'm going to go which 0 for 3. Mean, which means let's move to... Uh, did you give us an answer for the second one? We, uh, oh, no. Terry did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Terry did. She went with, oops, I did it again. Yeah. Um, we just got to move to the third one, rip the Band-Aid right off. For her unforgettable 2001 VMA performance with the Yellow Python, what song was Britney Spears performing? He's battled internet connections. Wow. He's battled hot tub <laughs> issues. He's yeah. battled everything. And even the <laughs> Olympic Committee... 
put the game against him with Britney Spears trivia, but he somehow came up with I'm a slave for you for it. the victory. Wow. Wow. I know, what and I said a... toxic so confidently, yeah. and then I just moved on. And wow, I can't believe I got that wrong. And by the way, this, you, you both. This will go in my memoir someday. You, you both missed the second one, the yeah. iconic line It's Britney. What bitch. is it? That was first heard on the 2007 track. Give me more. Oh, give me, give me more. Give yeah, me, yeah. Oh, give me really? More. That was the first time Dang. we heard it's Britney, bitch. But uh, Steve, wow. you beat all the odds and you got another victory. Congratulations. Yeah. Sorry, Donna. Unbelievable. I uh, really Terry, botched that. Listen, I am so sorry, Terry. You did everything right except for going with me. Mm-hmm. And I wish that we could have given you a victory <laughs> today. But thank you so much for listening. Oh, I love you guys. Hey, Elizabeth, it was great talking to you also. Oh, great talking to you too, Terry. Thanks so much. Have the best weekend. Yeah, you guys also. Bye-bye. Enjoy River Falls. I do love River Falls. It's lovely this time of year and all times of year. Okay. All right. And mm-hmm. so there we go to our River Falls contingent. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Wow. Uh, Alrighty, we will take a quick break. When we come back, it's a little more of the Donna and Steve experience. And boy, it's quite an experience today featuring Elizabeth Reese. That when we come back on my talk. Everybody, welcome back to the John and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Just another smooth sailing day here in the experience. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Hello, Elizabeth. Hey, happy Friday, boy. It's nice to see you again. Um, wait until you see the photo I took of you when your face froze during that last oh. segment. And you know, it always, when there's any sort of freezing situation in always like great. a Zoom meeting or something, it's always really great to see how your face is. I will post that on my Instagram. Follow me at Eliz Reese and I will be posting it momentarily so that you can all see Steve's um, face. Our boss just came in to check in on you. She said you were immediately fired. Yep. Um, thanks for at your this service. Point, that could be, you ever have one of those days where you're like, I'm dying for a pink slip. <laughs> Just cut me loose from the racket. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh, Stevie boy. I know, um, technical difficulties. Your are... social media, yeah. do you still uh, post quite a bit of vulgar content? Usually. Yeah, that's where I get it all out because I am bound by FCC regulations on my television job and then my occasional radio appearances. But on my Instagram, they don't own me. I can that's do right, whatever girl. I want. That's right, queen. Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, earlier we were talking about Jared Leto, and Jared Leto climbed a portion of the Empire State Building. 30 Seconds to Mars, they're going to be going back on tour in March of 2024, and that's going to last all the way through September. And so, you know, they're drumming up some publicity for that happening, and Jared Leto always wanted to do it, yada, yada. As he scales the building, I wondered if there was a time, do you remember overcoming a fear where you thought, goodness gracious, can I do it? Can And I feel like it often involves heights because heights for many of us can get you in a I'm frozen here sort of a scenario. But yeah. is there like an adrenaline pounding moment that you remember? Holy cow, I did that. It was scary, but I did it. Okay, the scariest. The scariest was when I went and I sang a song with Amy Grant. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, yes. So That would have been terrifying. It was so scary. So the background on this is that Amy Grant was coming to the Twin Cities to do a show. I love I have loved Amy Grant since I was a child. I would sing her songs in church in solos when I was a kid, because, you know, when you're a pastor's kid, you're free labor, essentially. And so your parents make you like if you can if you can even carry a slight tune, they're like, get up there 
and perform. I took guitar lessons for like a month and they were like, go on up there and play the guitar. I knew like four chords. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Anyway, so I would I would sing these songs. I idolized her. I mean, I just loved her. I loved her music. I loved everything about her. And so there was like a real childhood attachment to Amy Grant. So we get this whole news that Amy Grant is coming. I, you know, jokingly said something like, wouldn't it be so amazing if we got her to come on the show or if I got to go and meet her? And then and we had talked about you singing El Shaddai before on the show in passing. It had been referenced throughout the show at different points Ella and then Liana the fact that she was coming yeah you, you know the second line of it so um, she's coming incredible. mike marcotte um who is now our executive producer he somehow got in touch with amy grant's people and somehow they agreed to set up a meeting with me and her where we would want no other press that's it where we would get to go shoot an interview with her and she would bring a guitar and sing El Shaddai with me. She agrees to this, like not knowing who I am. And, you know, not that she needed to know who I am, but like not knowing she has no connection to me. I don't have any mm-hmm. connection. It's not like I know someone who knows her that would be like, oh, this is Elizabeth Reese. She would like vouch for me. She, this was all done through PR people. She gets we get this set up immediately when Mike says this is going to start. This is going to happen. I want to vomit because mm-hmm. Guys, I don't sing every day. And like I was taking voice lessons as a kid. You know, you're you're if you're a singer, you have to use the instrument. You can't just like right. be like, oh, I just am like Adele and I just sing. I mean, you work at it. And I was not working at it. And so I haven't sung publicly in decades. Christian Unser, uh, who was our executive producer at the time, thankfully called in a vocal coach to come in and do a session with me. Which that's that's good was very helpful. I mean, yeah, very good helpful. Booster for sure. Yeah, because I was just like a complete mess. And then as we're driving there, I made um, Twin Cities Live reporter Kelly Hansen come with me because I was so nervous. When have you ever seen me, Steve, before a shoot? Go, I need someone to come with me because I'm so nervous. We want we want fewer people around us always. <laughs> So that is a real cry for help. That shows you the state of mind that you were in. I was sick. I wanted to cancel it the entire time. I, I was like the day before, I can't do it. I don't want to do and it. It probably didn't help that I generally don't choose the chill approach to most anything. No. And so then I'm always there like, oh, it's only a few more days until you're single with Amy Grant, you know, trying to just really raise the stakes. As the knot is just like intensifying in my stomach and I was feeling on the way there. We have video of me. I was so nervous. I thought I was going to throw up. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I won't even know what to do. I feel so sick. And then Kelly was giving me a pep talk. I just, I don't know. It was something, I think these things when they're attached to your childhood is what makes it when it, when there was all this meaning to it. Am I boring you? Cause you're yawning. Sorry. I'm so sorry to be. Sorry. I lived through it once. No, please. Every detail. <laughs> No, sorry, that was a lack of oxygen in the room. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. Um, no, but wait, take me to the point though when it is. So you've met her, and now you're you have a rapport with her. But now the guitar comes out, and it's time for you to sing Amy Grant's song with Amy Grant seated in a booth. I'm so close to her. I'm so close. I'm like 12 inches from her, and I'm thinking like I gotta sound good. You know, I just can't. 
I, and so you got it, but then you're so close. So it's not like I'm projecting because she's right there. She can hear me. We have microphones on. Kelly's there, and Kelly's like the most supportive friend. She's not like you. She's super supportive. She's like so, <laughs> you know, you've got this. Where Steve would be trying to figure out a way to upstage me, he'd be like, "Get out of the way, I'll do it." <laughs> Kelly, Amy, do you want me to harmonize? Yeah, yeah, Kelly was just like she was rooting for me, you know, and um, and then I started to sing, and I like, oh, I could cry talking about it. <laughs> Here she goes, ladies and gentlemen. It was what the happened best. when you started to sing? What was the what was like the, the the feeling, the emotion that made you feel overcome? Oh, it's just like so sweet. I forgot how easy of a cry you are. <laughs> I, know, I cry so easily. Elizabeth oh, it's so pathetic. Like twice or thrice a week, it could just be anything could come up. Oh, and then, I cried. Boom. It was the best. And then Amy Grant That's said good. to me, she said, "You have the same timbre as me, like the same tone of voice as me." Oh, I still can't even believe it happened. What a moment. I so gotta Jared take Leonard a break, okay? I'll be Elizabeth back. With Amy. Oh, tears. Uh, we have got a dirt alert next. <laughs> and then, if you're a chef or a cook, call us now. 651-641-1071. That's next.